I was very broken. Our connection was broken. I felt very disconnected from myself. I'm so grateful for my gut, my intuition, and God sending messages that were very clear. That's like, I think if you can get connected to yourself, you might be able to reconnect in your marriage. That's Marina Sturdivant, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hey guys, I'm your host, Kara Duffy, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast, where I invite my favorite humans, the awesome, the up to something, and the extraordinary to come and share their story. I hope that you'll be left entertained, inspired, and moved to take action towards living your most powerful life. Marina is a gentle powerhouse. She'll slip into an event, sitting silently, listening, calm, present, interested, and smiling. Without her saying a word, the space changes. It's grounded. It's more curious. You get the feeling something significant is happening. When she does finally speak, the room is all ears as she drops some profound and simple aha knowledge. This episode is no exception as she brings her whole life to this episode. Being a mom, a wife, her relationship, how much the women in her life matter, her businesses, being an entrepreneur, her struggles, what she's excited about, and so much more. Get ready to be inspired and to have a new BFF crush on this powerful lady. Well, welcome to the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Thank you so much. So fun. We're going to have so much fun. Let's start. Um, let's introduce yourself and kind of tell people who you are and what you're up to. Well, okay. Well, thank you so much. This is so exciting. Um, my name's Marina. I own a creative space studio in Orange called Connect Studio Space. Um, I am a yoga instructor, and so I get to teach all of my classes there, but it's a co-working space for all kinds of artists and teachers and creative people, and we get to have meetings, and that's where I got to meet you, so it's also exciting. Um, we're, we're pretty new. We just opened in April of 2019, and it has evolved so much. I wasn't really actually sure what it was going to evolve into, so it's been pretty magical to see that ride itself out. And outside of that, I'm, I'm a yoga teacher, and I lead a 200-hour teacher training. I'm going to be co-leading our, our seventh round um, this March, and then we're actually leading our first round of 300-hour teacher training, which is, like, huge, which is going to begin um, at the end of this year in the fall. Um, outside of that, I'm a mom of three. I'm a wife. I am deeply involved in a women's mastermind group that is amazing, very much like um, so connected to everything here at Powerful Ladies, and they are very powerful women, and we just get to grow and evolve together. We've been doing that for like the, over over the last 10 years. Um, that's a little bit <laughs> of what I'm up to. Just a few things. 
Yeah, just a little bit. Well, I would love to start by talking about your mastermind group and the women who are in that with you. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting all three of you at once um, because I went to one of your like open mastermind evenings. Um, But Mm -hmm. maybe we just start by telling people like what a mastermind is um, and how that works just for people who aren't familiar with it first. Okay, cool. so I was, into, I was introduced to mastermind groups by my mom. Um, she and her sister had created a, um, this group called the WOW Mastermind. And WOW stands for Women of Wisdom, Women of Worth, Women of the Word of God, Women of Wonder, Women of Wit, like all of these other W's. I think the list <laughs> goes on to like 15 W's. Um, got a little carried away. But... Um, and they started it with about five other really amazing women. And it was back in, I think, about 2009 that myself and two of my friends at the time who are now still my mastermind group, and we went to a meeting and sat in circle with these women. And they were so inspiring. We had just never, at the time I was 19, and um, I we had never witnessed women that were just so empowered and strong and so courageous like they would they were crying in crying in this circle but at the same time they were laughing and like high-fiving and like what are we going to do next and it was just this like this circle of amazing women that were so vulnerable and so courageous at the same time and they were talking about all of their things that they're going to be accomplishing. Like they started in the, in the next 90 days that they're going to be accomplishing up to like their 10 year plans. And they would do exercises like write dream letters to their, to their future selves or from their future selves. And they would support each other. Like they were, they were feeding off of each other's ideas. They were connecting each other with other people outside of the circle to collaborate with. Like it was just so much support in the room and like so much love really is what you felt, um, and encouragement. And so from that group, they started developing like these little events and they were like yearly, uh, or quarterly events that would happen throughout the year. And, um, we just started attending those and that was basically to help other women develop their own mastermind groups. And this was just like a totally free thing. Nobody's charging to do this. It wasn't like a business. It was just knowing the magic that comes out of having a support and accountability group like this one and being able to meet every single week with your group. And so we were started to teach other women how to do that. Um, my group formed, when we first formed, we were yeah, like 19, 20, 21 years old, the three of us. We actually had five women at the time, but by the end of the first like six months, those other two women had dropped out of the group because it's a huge commitment and we meet every single week. And before we had, you know, all of our kids, we would meet um, in person and then we started having babies and we would do like 6 a.m. phone calls. And then we started going through email, trying that out, but we kind of like lost connection by not hearing each other's voices. So then we decided now we do um, like voice memos over the phone and we're just basically talking on our phones all day long (laughs) throughout the week, but uh, at our own time because they're through voice memos. So it's really a great way to connect. And Every week we go through 
our breakdown kind of goes like we share our wins from the previous week and then we share our gratitude list from the previous week and then we declare a desired outcome for the following week along with our intentions. And um, usually we have some sort of like forum or topic that we involve in that. So if we're like reading a book together or listening to a podcast or, you know, watch the TED talk um, and we just get to talk about that a little bit and how the inspiration, like what inspiration came from that. And then the last thing we do is we acknowledge ourselves, which is sometimes the most challenging thing, but we, we have to do it every single week. And so we just get to process together and like really go through life together. And um, because of doing this for the last 10, I think we're almost at 11 years, we have, we know everything about each other. <laughs> like we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. We all come from very different backgrounds and we are able to really uplift each other in a way that's, um, it's so special. We call each other our sister wives and um, we just, we know how to support each other in the best way. We know when one of us is kind of like starting to isolate or, you know, we don't hear from them that week and something's going on or, you know, they're, cause usually we send out our wow on like Sunday or Monday. Um, if it gets to like Wednesday, we're like, okay, what's going on? Like we might be working through something like we need to hear from you. And so it's a lot of accountability and it's a huge commitment. Um, but yeah, the rewards are pretty priceless. Well, I think just getting, you know, any people for 10 years to connect with each other once a week, like that alone is mm -hmm. a mini miracle. Yes. Let alone definitely. the results that you guys are getting. Like what is the most profound thing that's happened to you because of, you know, having a mastermind group and having the support and accountability um, from these women? Oh, gosh. Um, well, they've both, um, they've both received their master's um, and have gone through schooling and received their master's. Heather is now a doctor of physical therapy. Um, she just started her own practice in Costa Mesa. And then Michelle, she's a, a professor at two different schools, um, APU, and then she just started in Laverne. She actually is helping to create a yoga training curriculum for these schools. And they've like developed this whole lab and part of the, part of the school off of part of the college off of it. It is just insane. Um, she also owns her own yoga studio in San Dimas. And then from there, we've developed a teacher training. So our 200-hour teacher training feeds a lot off of, like, our uh, the energy of our mastermind group. Like, the accountability is there. The intimacy is there. The vulnerability is there. The commitment is there. Um, and this is for a yoga teacher training. So it's very transformative in, like, all areas of their life when a person comes in as a trainee. And we're doing our seventh teacher training this year. So that's really exciting. We've been able to graduate. I think it's almost over 30 teachers into, into the world. Um, but there's been a lot of other like accomplishments in our careers, but I think the most impactful is the way that we have been able to learn how to balance. We're all moms. So balancing motherhood with like living our dream life businesses at the same time, because it's, a very big challenge. Um, and while doing that, also being wives and being having these like healthy marriages that 
are also very, very challenging. So it's a lot of hats that we wear, but together we know how to support each other in that. Um, again, like we know our strengths and weaknesses. So it's, it's not the cut, like they're, they're my best friends for sure. But, you know, sometimes we have best friends and we go and we can go and talk about our husbands and it's like, yeah, like you're, you're right, girlfriend. Like you've got this <laughs> and you have those girls, you know, where you can like go to brunch and they're just going to agree with everything you say, um, where it's a little bit different in a mastermind group like this, because we have the commitment to be really honest with each other. We've given ourselves, each of us permission to like be honest. And so it's not always like, okay, you're right. It's like, Ooh, I think that it, it would be good to step back and take a look at the situation and, and, um, figure out how to kind of process through something, but like in a very loving way, but we also give each other permission to call ourselves out, you know, like, and to call each other out, Yeah, uh, which can be really hard sometimes and takes a lot of trust. Um, and there is, there are those moments of like vulnerability, like, um, I don't want to be in this group anymore. I don't like your feedback, <laughs> but, but we have to be okay with that. And we just keep going and we, we get to process through that too. So it's like immense growth that happens. I feel like every single month we get to something where we're like, wow, I cannot believe we just worked through that. And I got to watch you process that. And then we encourage each other and like applaud and celebrate these, these big wins and little wins. So it's, it's pretty awesome. And, and masterminding came like from way back in the day, I believe it was with Napoleon Hill and in one of his first books and, you know, just talks about how three lights is, will shine brighter than one light and how we just get to be there to really encourage and support each other's dreams and what it is that we want to do. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, a lot of women that I'm working with or have met through powerful ladies, there's an intimidation factor of being like, how can I be a mom and have the life that I want? Or what will happen to the dreams that I have when I am a mom? Because you never know what's going to happen, right? In general, and for sure, mm -hmm. in the path of motherhood. Um, mm -hmm. What are some things that you guys have discovered? Or or what can you tell people who are in that place of I'm about to be a mom, or I want to be a mom, and I'm I'm afraid that all the other things I care about or want to make happen may not as a result? Oh, yeah, that's such a good question. And when I get that so much, um, I get those questions so much because it's a completely new season. And we talk about seasons a lot in our mastermind group, and we all kind of connect with that term. So it's kind of like finding your own term that works for you, but we call it seasons and um, discovering our new normals. And so especially with first-time moms, it's like such a big change and there's so much fear and there's so much questioning, like, ah, do I, am I even ready for this? And I don't know one person who's ever been like, okay, totally ready for motherhood. Um, <laughs> especially motherhood that, um, motherhood while you're still trying to like, how am I going to hold on to who I am? You know, that's like a thing that we hear often with, with moms and, and working moms. It's like, I don't know how I'm going to stay connected to myself while I'm giving so much to this other human mm -hmm. and um, that you care about more than yourself all of a sudden. And we, I, I, what I do is what I, and what I share with people is only from my own experience. And that's giving yourself so much grace and permission to feel whatever it is that you need to feel 
because there's going to be some days as a mom where you're like feeling on top of the world and you've, you know, kids are napping at the right time and you got, you got them fed and they're eating good. And, you know, you feel like you've, you've accomplished homework and you've just done all the things and that feels really good. And then you still got time to like get your self care in and your work time in. Um, and those days are really great. And then there's the other days that will come that are like brutal from the moment you wake up in the morning and you're like, everything is off right now. Like, what is going on? Because we can't really control the way our our kids are going to be feeling or how their emotions are that morning. And so I'm just like so much grace, like give it all to yourself all the time. Give yourself permission to cry, to not be perfect, to not know all the answers, to not know what to do next. Um, and the biggest thing is to make sure that you have your community there, like your people, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, for me, it's my mastermind group, um, where I can call it's, it's somebody outside of my husband, because sometimes my husband doesn't understand what's going on and he does, he can't really relate on that level. And, but when I, the fact that I have my girls there who completely understand what I'm working through, um, and they can just be there to listen or to hear, or like to send over prayers. <laughs> like mm-hmm. give something, you know, it's though I think community and having your community is so important because it becomes very easy to isolate yourself and feel like you're the only one that's experiencing this because it does get so challenging sometimes whether you're like, nobody else is feeling what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. But in reality, we're all pretty connected and we are all, um, even, even the ones who aren't, you know, even if you're not a mom or a parentpreneur, you, there's still there's still things that you're going to be working through that are probably pretty similar. Well, and I feel like the parentpreneur um, segment of, of entrepreneurships and side hustles, like that's, mm-hmm. I think, the, the fastest growing area I know um, of people who are realizing partly like the only way to make my life work is to do it myself um, because yeah. most <laughs> traditional, you know, jobs and corporate settings, they, they really are not supportive of making family life work <laughs> plus you as a human and your dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it. Unfortunately, that is, yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. I wanted to share something really quick though, that I um, didn't want to forget to share in the beginning. Our mastermind group, just our moms put this again, our moms put this group together and their initial mission statement, I just have to share it because I think it's so cool. And then there's this list of 20 practice and intentions, and I won't read them all, but I'll give you guys <laughs> a few of them because they're pretty intense. But it says the process. Um, so the process is this legacy begins with an inner circle of extraordinary women who commit to mastermind. Their journey together causes a catalytic effect, which unfolds the greatness in each one, compelling them to a life of lasting contribution as they powerfully procreate themselves. And Beautiful. some of the practice and intentions are things like we are a stand for each other's visions and dreams. Uh, we bring out the greatness in, in each other. We speak words that move, touch, and inspire others. We commit to a life of lasting contribution. We play the perfect game always. We value our feminine worth. We have outrageous fun. Okay, so it's like half of them. But mm-hmm. <laughs> there's this like, I read them and I get so excited because I'm, because I'm like, we've when we first wrote these and when we first started practicing in our first year of masterminding, we're like, um, okay, we'll say these kind of like affirmations in the morning, but not fully believing them yet. Mm-hmm. And 
now at this point, it's like, we fully do this. Like we live this out every single day. And, you know, the good days and the bad days, we are still putting this out there as our intention. So it's like keeping us aligned with our purpose and passion every single day. I mean, what a cool way to to share that. Yeah. You know, I don't think people realize how um, possible it is to create whatever rules you want for how life can work. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as making a list and being like, nope, yep. these are the new rules. We said so. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I get so excited about doing that in every aspect of my life. Like I want to sit, I sit down with my family. I'm like, okay, these are our family core values and we write them down and we get the kids involved. My kids are 13, five and one and, or just turned two. Um, and so we get them involved in writing down our family core values and, I got inspired to do that after I opened up my business and I'm like, okay, what are the core values of my business? And then kind of finding the relatability of like, Oh, my business kind of has the same core values as my family life. And then I think it's important to also create those for like your own self care and, you know, for your own health and for your own personal mindset as to have your core values. And it just gives you kind of like this mothership to follow of like, okay, this is you. It's, it helps you to know when, when you are feeling off of how you can reconnect back to yourself and to your values and to uh, kind of like your life mission statement. Totally. And one of the things I think has been so interesting in the past couple of months of some of the new clients I have is they've had a theme of like why their business wasn't working was because they didn't put their own values into the business values. Like they really mm-hmm. saw it as a separate entity from themselves. And I'm like, your business can never be separate from you, like for better or worse. Mm. And if you're showing up at a place that doesn't align with you or you're making something that doesn't align with you, um, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's not, it's never going to work and it's never going to thrive because, you know, we're so complex. And if we (laughs) don't bring all of us to the show, like Mm -hmm. we're, you know, Ultimately, we're we're not giving everything that we could to our clients, our customers, the product, and that's what people want. Like people want all of you, not not here's the perfect version of me or here's the professional version of me. Like that's not mm-hmm. going to get. That's not going to. You might get some customers, but you're not going to get fans. You're not going to mm-hmm. get people who are like sold on why you're creating this and why it's so important to you. Mm-hmm. So I, I love. Oh my that. gosh! I, yeah, I love that so much. Thank you because that's a very, very good reminder for myself and for my business, um, and something that I, I try to remember. But you know, like you said, a lot of business owners do this. They they get caught up in like saying yes to things that aren't really aligned with what they're doing, or um, you know, missing out on opportunities because we're kind of being blinded by by other factors and it's like no but when you're connected to your values it's so true you're gonna attract the right kind of customers and the the kind of customers that you really enjoy working with because that's huge yeah to to be able to enjoy the people you're working with it's like that's why we want our own business in the first place yeah totally no 100 percent and you know when I'm working with people on like who they should be reaching out to I'm like who do you want to like (sighs) Even if yeah. you don't know if they could be a customer, like, why don't we start with who we want to be customers? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, I, when I look at who I want to work with next, I'm like, I'm calling all of my friends. 
And mm. because I, I want, that's who I want to help the most. And that's who I want to spend my time with. And let's, let's just start there. <laughs> and if it's not I them, they can recommend somebody else who is their friend that they're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. this person actually, you know, needs whatever you've got going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I, And I like that we can give ourselves permission for that to change too. Like, yes. oh, this is my ideal customer right now. It might change by the end of the year, you know, and that's okay. And it, it gives, it's like, it's, it takes away some of the fear of just like locking in on like, this is what it is and how it always has to be. It's like, no, it, it's always evolving. Um, it's just like your pricing, your pricing is always evolving. That's okay too. And so it's like, we're not stuck with one thing all the time. No, no, no. Yeah. And just like you said before, like as humans, we go through seasons. So is your business going to, Mm -hmm. and it just means that it's evolving and changing. It's actually alive versus not. Mm -hmm. Well, I would love to know what inspired you to open Connect Studio Space. Hmm. Okay. So <laughs> I love talking about this. <laughs> it's funny because I, I was in a, we had a full moon circle last night and um, that question came up somehow. I don't know how. Uh, we were talking about vulnerability actually and intimacy and um, intimacy for me was finding intimacy with myself, which was basically really like loving who I was being and, um, like falling in love with me. Um, that goes into like a whole other bigger story, but that's kind of how connect studio space came about. Um, on the, on a practical level, I needed a space for my daughter to take her private dance lessons at, and it was becoming very difficult to like have me with her, um, instructor, her coach and, find these studios to rent out. I'm like, why is this so challenging? You know, there's always those awkward times, like two and 3 PM to get to Westminster to use a studio. And I'm like, okay, I need a, we need a space. Like, I wish there was like a, a studio space that was just open to use for teachers, you know? And then I've been teaching yoga for, um, since 2011. And since then I've developed a lot of different kinds of workshops and, um, women's circles and just things that I love and enjoy doing. And, that was another thing that I was finding I always needed a space for. We were doing it in like our backyards and, um, you know, friends' yards and friends' living rooms. And I'm like, man, this would be really cool to have a space to do this at. Um, and then a studio kind of fell into my lap with one of my girlfriends who was, had a, a Pilates and a spin studio. And she was kind of um, moving all her equipment to one room instead of these two big rooms. And so a room opened up and she needed somebody to rent it out. So I was reaching out to all these different teachers and I'm like, okay, well, I'll try to find, help you find somebody. Um, I was reaching out and reaching out like nothing's clicking. And then at the same time, I kept having this idea in the back of my mind, like, Ooh, it'd be really cool to have a studio space that I could just have my events in. And then the idea started coming, you know, maybe I could share it with other teachers and other creative people who could also use this space. And I was thinking dance teachers and yoga teachers and and a meditation teacher, sound bath. Um, and then that all kind of just happened. <laughs> it was um, connect. The word connect was my word for last year for 2019. And it was connect because in the beginning of the year, my marriage was completely broken, like um, started in 2018. But I was 
my husband and I were going through some really, really challenging times. And we were, I mean, we were totally planning to get a divorce. I'm, I still look back and when I look back to that time, I'm like, I was positive that we were not going to be staying together. Like every part of me was running in the other direction. It was, I was very broken. Our connection was broken. Um, I felt very disconnected for myself and I knew that. And, um, I'm so grateful for, for like my gut, my intuition and God sending messages that were very clear. That's like, I think if you can get connected to yourself, you might be able to reconnect in your marriage, which was that came with like a lot of work. That's basically like the most simple way to put it. But there was a lot of chaos all around that. It was like this big mangled up mess. But I um, took a step back and took some time to heal myself. This was all before the studio was even born. And um, I took some time to heal myself and found this word connection. And I'm like, went into January 2019, still feeling like crap, not knowing where my life was going to be in the next three months. But also knowing like, I, I'm going to reconnect back to myself and see what happens there. So in that process, um, I hired a coach, um, Deborah Ivanhoff, and she's called the Being Coach. She's very intuitive, like more intuitive coaching. And um, through a lot of meditation and therapy-like sessions, I was able to not only reconnect with myself, but like completely start like embracing and loving every little part of who I was. And so through that, I was able to fully fall for my husband all over again. And it was like this very wild thing that happened because I had never experienced something like that before. Um, we both agree. We got married in 2014, but it really didn't feel like our marriage began until um, last year, till 2019. And so that's when it like really started. And we found this connection between us that was, um, it's still so hard to explain because we became so much, we became so connected and we had never had that before. And it was because we both had to get to this place of being so vulnerable and so raw and so real with each other that there was nothing else left. There was no ego involved. It was just like our pure souls coming together, like avatar movement, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just, it, it was, it's really, really cool. And, you know, we had three kids at the time. And so just to be able to go through this as a family has really evolved us. Um, so through that, the studio was an idea there. And in reconnecting with myself, I realized that I was not, um, I had let go of like a lot of my passions and I'm very, very passionate about connecting with people. I just feed off of the energy of people, especially passionate people. Like I have always loved like going to farmer's markets and I love healthy food and always been very like holistic wellness, but more so I would just love to go and see these passionate people being excited about what they're giving out to the world and doing it in like this very community type of way. Um, same thing with pop-up shops. Like I go to pop-up shops and I just get so excited. I mean, I always will leave a pop-up shop like with all these new best friends because I'm so stoked for them that they're living their, their life, but in this like intimate way, you know, they're not starting this big corporation. And it's like, no, they're just there to 
put their little thing out into the world, whether it's like they make stickers or bandanas or dog leashes or, you know, whatever it is, their service that they're offering. I just love seeing them do it because I'm like, yeah, this is scary. You can easily go get another nine to five job and, and work for somebody else, which by all means, that's awesome too, if that's what you love doing. But you're taking this leap of faith and you're doing what you love. And I get so lit up about it. Um, my husband me always too. makes fun of me because I talk to people so much. Yes, I know you do too. <laughs> so I'm like, I know we just vibe on this. Um, it is so exciting. And yeah, he teases me because we go to anything and he's like, you're going to be here for so long. I should just drop you off because you literally talk to everybody for so long. Like, <laughs> you want to know their whole life story. And I'm like, I do. I want to know how they got here and how they're being courageous and what drives them every day. I just get stoked off of it. And so in creating the studio, I didn't know if it was going to work at all. Um, we didn't have investors. We didn't have actually like a real business plan. The idea popped into my head, and a month later, I signed the lease papers, and we moved into the studio. And um, it was scary as hell, and I was so... I had to be vulnerable constantly every day. I had um, one of my cousins tell me, you know, because she had a gym at the time, or she had a gym before, and she's like, "Um, I cried myself to sleep most nights. Like, it is really hard. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Um, You know, and then I found myself crying myself to sleep so many nights in the first, like, four months of opening the studio because it was terrifying. And I didn't know how I was going to make rent every month, but it evolved with these amazing humans that started showing up and teachers and people that also needed what I needed, which was community and space to do what they were passionate about and um, support, you know, support in that. And I was just, I mean, it's been able to really evolve into like this dream business that I wasn't even really sure if it was going to work. I just kind of had this idea and vision in mind and I just kind of, I took a leap of faith Um, and it's been amazing. Well, I love that you're finally in a place where you get to generate other people's dreams coming true also. Like, you mm-hmm. you get to love on all of your favorite types of people by giving them an opportunity. Um, I mean, you've given me an opportunity. We've hosted a Powerful Ladies uh, workshop there. Um, you give it for so many others. Like, finding space is so hard. Like, it seems like such an easy thing to figure out, and it is so mm-hmm. hard. <laughs> it's like, well, mm-hmm. what? Like, why? I'm glad yeah. that there are the movement of co-working spaces I actually really appreciate because it's it's anything that's giving people who are out there doing their hustle and doing what they love and, like, giving them access to the things that you need from a workability and structure sense I'm like, bravo, Mm -hmm. like we need spaces to, you know, give our gifts out to the world and create things and to your point, connect with other people and to have a space where you're just having all this amazing energy coming through. um, Mm -hmm. It's, it's really incredible. So thank you for, for making that for all of us. So welcome. It is my pleasure. Yeah, it's funny because people still walk in, you know, their last night and they're like, what is this place? And I get that question all the time. They're like, it feels really good in here. And like, what is this place? <laughs> and so I'm always exposed to like the two main things that I hear a lot. And I'm like, those are two wonderful things. I love it. Um, and then I also think like, damn, I really need to get on my marketing. People don't know what this place is. <laughs> um, 
but I, I love being able to share what our membership is like because the membership is for the teachers. So I rent out the space to teachers. I don't have, I don't like hire teachers to come in and teach classes there, which some people think that's what it is. Um, but I'm like, no, it's a, it's a rental space for teachers. So they get to come in and they pay their rental fee and they get about 16 to 20 hours a month that they get to do whatever they want in the studio. And I, that's what the vision was for it was to have a platform for other teachers to basically have their own studio without having to pay the overhead, um, and deal with everything else that comes with owning the studio, which I get to deal with. Um, and it's, it's been an honor too, because I get to see these people come in here and really grow and feel empowered because they're doing their own thing where, you know, I've worked at a ton of yoga studios before and they've been amazing, but there's kind of a cap on what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so this allows people to really, you know, to grow, to, to practice what it is that they're, they're loving and to bring in the people that they want to bring in um, at their rate. And yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Well, I think it's important to also talk about, as you mentioned, that when you start a business, no matter what kind it is, like mm-hmm. you just need to expect that there are going to be night- moments when you are a hot mess and crying and you're like, what did I just do? <laughs> yes. Yes. Like I, I had many moments like that because in the beginning I was trying everything. I was just trying everything to see what we could do to bring in funds. I'm like, okay, well, we got to make rent. So I was trying everything. And, um, but it was in those moments that I got to learn like, oh, I'm out of alignment with what the real vision is. Yes. And I had to really check myself over and over again, like, oh, look at me. I'm trying to do this because my ego is in fear mode. And it's like, do something, make money somehow. But that was completely out of alignment. And when it, it, it wasn't until I really let go, which happened in like the first three, four months, let go of trying to control everything, mm-hmm. um, that it all came together. I mean, in an instant, God was like, okay, let me show you why you need to let go. Okay. And, you know, the right people came and, um, I mean, crazy things happened. Like the exact amount, I'm like, okay, shoot, we're, we're, we're $500 short, you know, on rent. How are we going to do this? And then somebody would call and be like, can I rent this space for two days? I'm like, sure. You want to pay 500 bucks? They're like, cool. I'm like, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it was just things like that happening all the time. And knowing that, wow, law of attraction really works too because I would I would put things out there and really focus on like okay this is what um this is what I really want to tune into and start manifesting and declaring that the studio attracts and those exact type of people would come in um so yeah it I mean it's it sounds crazy sometimes when we talk on this podcast about you know, putting things out into the universe and praying about them or asking for it or declaring it. And then mm-hmm. like having, you know, the golden nuggets that you need to keep going show up, whether it's a person or a payment or an idea or a connection or just mm-hmm. like hope <laughs> comes back. Mm-hmm. But it does. Like yeah. I, I, anyone who wants to challenge the woo-woo-ness of those ideas I'm like, like, you haven't experienced it. Like, I don't know what to say to you. Like, this weird shit happens when you play the game, and I don't have logical words that are scientifically Mm -hmm. proven for how this happens. Like, it just, 
It just does. And I love that it does because I love the fact that we get to live in a universe that has this, this, you know, miracles and magic. And like, there's other stuff going on that we haven't seen, touched, felt like all those Mm -hmm. things. I'm like, that makes it fun for me. But Mm -hmm. I just like, I, the fact that we have to declare it and then surrender and then keep playing all at the same time. Um, You know, someone I recently heard about, you know, you, you do the thing and then you get courage and inspiration. Like you don't have, you don't Mm -hmm. wait until you're like, okay, I'm feeling courageous. Let's go. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's really in the actions of doing it that the things start to work out. Like everything that we're afraid of will come up and we have to go walk through it and Mm -hmm. like do it anyway. And um, it's, it's so worth it. Like for anyone who's listening that is considering doing their own thing, like go do it, do it, do it, do it. Mm -hmm. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And be, I, so when you were saying like, you know, there's no like logical explanation behind it. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like there almost is, I don't, I guess it's not logical, but (laughs) I, I have been practicing so much lately in this past year because I've been forced to be very vulnerable and like, okay, what, what's going to happen here? What are we going to do? I've, I really thrown myself into like, this is time to be courageous. If, I, if I'm not courageous, then the only thing on the other side of that is like, okay, the business fails, but we close the doors and that's worst case scenario right now. Um, honestly, that's not that bad. It's like once you accept the worst case scenario, you're like, okay, all right, I, I could deal with that. Do I want you? No. So I'm going to go in the other direction of what it means to be courageous. Um, and when I'm when I'm in that mode of like, okay, there's a few things that I need to be manifesting here. And there's a few things that I need to be praying about and declaring and putting it out there. Um, I use all kinds of different tools. Uh, but what I do first and what I was not doing in the first couple months of owning the studio is I was not being grounded and centered in what my purpose was. And I think that's when people are like, oh, well, you know, I wanted this to happen and I manifested it and I put it out there and nothing happens. It's like, well, sometimes we're not going to get the things we always want. We might get, we're going to get what we need no matter what, but we, it might not look like what you thought you wanted. Um, and then it's like this trust comes with that too. Like, okay, I see you, God, is our thing. We're always like, I see you, God. Okay, it came came in a little bit short, but it was like a little teaser. You know, it's like you're you're showing me that you're hearing what's going on, but you're also showing me that there's some kind of lesson behind this. And I have to be willing to, to, to really notice what's going on. And it's like being in this constant observation mind where I do this with every aspect of my life. It's like, if there's something going on in my family, um, I have to tune in with myself and think, what's my purpose here? Am I going to Am I sending out a text message because my, my ego is kind of wanting to like let people know how I feel and, and I need to put my opinion out there? Or can I tune in first and send something later that's more loving and compassionate and really from like coming from a, a true place? Um, same thing with my business. Like, am I asking for this solely to pay the rent? Because that's not the purpose of this vision. Um, there's so much more in that. So I have to like pause and really think about what am I putting out there? What am I trying to attract? Um, I think that's where the true like magic happens is when you're very tuned in, self-aware, um, practicing mindfulness 100% and then, and then declaring what you want. 
Completely. Like one of the first exercises I, I do with people is the why exercise. And mm-hmm. it's not, you know, why are you doing this business? And it's like, oh, so I can sell t-shirts and make money. I'm like, no, like that's not it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we go through, I have three layers of like what whys can be, whether it's, you know, a, a holy like why, which I call it mm-hmm. just meaning that it's like a why that sounds good on paper for sure but like it's really like your higher purpose why and then we have all Mm -hmm. the practical why practical and selfish whys and then you've also have all these hidden whys for like why Mm -hmm. we're doing things and if we're not connected to why then it's really hard to take any other step after that and make it work Mm -hmm. yep yeah and then once you get connected to your why you can really sit in, okay, get to visualize what that all looks like when everything does come into fruition, like your ideal vision of what this is going to look like. And then you get to notice, who would I be being in that moment? And why am I not being that person yet? You know, you really got to step into who are you being every day? If you're going to be declaring all these amazing things and putting it out there and asking God and the universe to bring it to you, well, who are you being to be able to receive it? Or are you still in that place of like, well, when it happens, then I'll be that, you know? So we, we get we get a little caught up there and we need to get back into the being before the, the doing and the having come. 100% yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So cool. When you think of Powerful Lady, like what comes to mind for you? Well, I love women, so there's like this long list of, um, well, I think of all all the books that I'm reading right now, and right now I'm personally in the middle of The Awakened Woman by Dr. Tara Reichrent, and it's so good. Um, I think of Marianne Williamson and her book, Return to Love, that changed my life. Uh, I think of um, Brene Brown, of course. Um, just stepping into my courage and vulnerability. Um, Sean Korn is one of my absolute favorite yoga teachers. And uh, yeah, she just makes me cry every time I'm on my mat about getting to practice with her. And she has a book called The Revolution of the Soul that I think just came out last year. And it has just been a game changer in my life. Like it's really allowed me to step into my yoga practice all over again. And um, all of these women lead in a way that is authentic to who they are um but really it's like they step into their they step into their lives with with no uh there there is fear there I'm sure but it doesn't feel like it and it's like they lean into the fear um which to me is like so powerful when we can do that it's it's having courage while still there's the fear is still there and still being courageous and moving forward and leaning into it. Um, and then of course the powerful ladies in my life, um, every woman that shows up to our mastermind circles and is a part of these, these groups because they, they show up when they don't want to show up and, but they know that they need this community, but sometimes they would rather be isolating themselves. Um, but they show up anyways. And that's really powerful to me. Um, my mastermind group, these, two amazing women that I would, I know I, without them, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be doing half of what I'm doing today. Um, and I wouldn't feel this 
purposeful and I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel this happy. Honestly, they've really brought out so much joy in my life and connection in my life. Um, and my mom, of course, my mom is like the ultimate powerful woman to me. She has experienced so much in her life, but she has never, she's never given up and she's never, she's just keeps pushing along. She's, I don't know how old she is actually, because she always um, tells me different ages. Um, <laughs> but I really don't know how old she is. That's so funny. But she is still in this place of growing. Like she still asks me questions about like what I'm learning and then she's implementing into, into her life. She's still willing to be playful and youthful. And she is like the most generous person I know, just constantly in this state of contribution to our family to strangers on the street, to um, all of, I mean, all of her friends and, and friends she's had for so many years. It's just like her, her friendship groups and her community that's around her and the people that she gets to shine her light on is just a testimony to the person that she's been. So I'm very, very grateful and lucky to have her. And you, girl. I love that you're doing this. Oh, my gosh. I just, I'm so inspired by you and, and the women that you bring on here and that you just, you have this passion of community as well that we get to connect on. Yes. Um, and the contribution that you do is, is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I just, I'm so committed to people knowing that everything they want is possible like and it doesn't need to be as hard as people say it is or we make it ourselves like we can do so many cool things like we can literally do whatever we want and like make it happen and it's just a matter mm -hmm. of knowing you can and then putting together the game plan to do it and anything that I can do to help people move in that direction towards their best life. Like I am down to do like, let's make shit happen. Like that's my favorite mm -hmm. thing. Um, yeah. But I think for, you know, people who are listening right now that are craving connection and feel isolated and they're not sure where to start. Like there are many people, it's like, it's intimidating to, you know, have to make new connections and friends as an adult or, find a new group, whether it's because your life has changed or you've moved or you're just looking for like different people in your life. Um, mm -hmm. How would you tell them to kind of start on that path of creating new relationships and connections? Oh, I, I, I read this book called Belong um, by one of the Agro well, sisters. I think I'm chopping up their last name. Um, but in her book, Belong, she, she talks about creating your own community. And I just love that she dedicated a whole chapter to this because it's, I mean, a lot of the book is on this, but it is so important for us to be able to find our communities and connect with other humans. Like we're, we're so absorbed into our cell phones that it's like we think that we're connecting with people through there, but really we're there feeling so alone behind the screen. And um, that's what I, I love so much about our, our circles that we have. We have so many circles that we hold at our at Connect studio throughout the month. And it brings people together. And every time I hear the same thing, like, I'm just seeking community. And I didn't really know what to expect today, but I 
I feel a lot better now. I feel a lot better just being in front of people and sharing a little bit of who I am and then having people listen. It's like, yeah, that's very a simple thing to do. But like you said, it is, it does seem challenging, especially as adults. So in this book, Belong, she has people writing out their, um, their ideal communities and what it would look like. And whether that looks like you find a book club or you start a book club and because you're interested in that and you like this idea of like meeting with people with that intention of talking about something um, or, you know, whether it's like a faith-based meetup or, you know, something exercising and like going and, and finding a hiking group. Um, there is, there is courage that needs to come with it because obviously all of these things are already out there, but how do you step up and join? Um, I believe that's where the courage comes into play and really giving yourself that permission to admit like, this is scary for me. I don't, I don't usually do this. I hear that from so many people. Like I don't usually go somewhere by myself and this is really weird. Um, but kind of stepping into that and, and allowing yourself to be afraid and do it anyways, um, because that's going to be giving back to yourself in the long run. I think community is one of the most important things that we can give to ourselves. And so I would just say step into it and and figure out what it is that, what kind of people you actually really enjoy being around um, and, and go from there and just and start off slow and come come to our studio if you need that. And if you're local, I would love it. Well, and I think it's okay to to go and try things and you don't need to keep going. Like if it's not your vibe, yeah. like move on to the next <laughs> yeah. one. Like yeah, there are people out there for everyone and groups out there for everyone. And I do think mm-hmm. that like, I am so guilty of this. Like when I am, you know, working too much and looking at all my other priorities, the first thing that usually goes is social time <laughs> and time like mm-hmm. outside of the house or whoever I'm working with. And I know that I always have to make it a priority. Like, you know, we were talking about the book, The One Thing at the last Powerful Ladies Meetup. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have to remember to counterbalance and like more often my social connections, my networking, my being in community. Like I can't mm-hmm. let it go, you know, a month or two months before I'm, I'm seeing people I care about and people that light me up. Like I have to prioritize it just like I mm-hmm. would any other health or wellness thing. Like it's, it's really taking that on and, and making it, putting it into your calendar and not thinking like, Oh, I should be doing something else. Cause as we talked about, like the to-do list, like who cares about it at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but like, you know, do you want to look back on, Oh, it's been, a year since I've done X or since I've contributed Mm -hmm. to myself in this way. And I think it's important to make it as much of a priority as, as we can. Definitely. And, and like everything else we've been talking about it, like you said, it can change. Like you might show up to something and be like, Oh, okay. I'm over this hiking group. Like I no longer want to do this right now. And it's just a a season's changing in your life. Um, And then you, you join something else. I love when I get to surprise myself and I'm like, oh, I actually, I like painting. This is cool. Like I went to a painting class and it was really neat. Um, You know, selfishly at the studio, I try to hold all sorts of, if I bring in all these different kinds of teachers and because I want to attend all of their classes, (laughs) Um, I'm like, cool, I'll be there. You know, just got to check in on things. And I totally get to participate in so many things that I would have never done before. 
Um, I got to go to a gym circle recently. I'm like, I had never done that before. And um, that was the coolest experience ever. And I felt like these, I met these five women. They were complete strangers at the beginning of the night. And by the end of the night, I was like, I felt literally like this very strong sisterhood with these women. And um, that's such a great experience and totally surprised myself. So I would say, yeah, try out new things that you might not feel really are your thing and they might become your thing or you might learn something about yourself. Um, but it, and it could always be changing too. I love that. I was going to say something else, but it totally slipped my mind. <laughs> well, I know that, that Jordan, <laughs> Jordan recently went to a cooking class and how mm-hmm. was that experience, Jordan? It was good. It's, I find that I do a lot of stuff on my own. So I'm, I like doing stuff on my own, and I'm trying to do more stuff outside of work. Um, but I really liked my cooking class. Yeah, it brought mm-hmm. it. Um, it brought up some new stuff, and it made me excited to go out and do more stuff. To the point where mm-hmm. I'm making a list right now of <laughs> more activities to do. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I love, especially when you're starting a business, like I you know a lot of people, the listeners that you know, might be thinking about starting a business or if you have an idea, there's nothing better than getting out into the world and talking to people about it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and um, sometimes these new friendships that you get to develop with like new community, I love that because it gives you, sometimes people get stuck in them. You know, well, it's hard for my friends to see that I'm getting into something different. You know, if you have a, a solid group of like friends from high school, sometimes it's hard to bring up something new where you're like, oh, they've always known me as this person. I can't be this person now. And it's like, no, you get to give yourself permission to be whoever you want to be. And I think that also comes with a lot of courage, too. Um, but I, I see people experiencing that, like when they come to the studio and they come by themselves, they're like, I don't know if I told other people like if I told my friends that what I came to tonight they might think like well, what do you what's weird you know <laughs> you're doing something new and different and I think people sometimes get stuck and they're like you know this is how I've always been and they put this label on themselves that's very like you're you're blocking off so many other opportunities that are out there and, and just so cool things I, to <laughs> to do and try right like mm-hmm. you know I love um I love doing new things because I just like learning and being like, what's that? And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I get to experience something new, learn something new, meet some new people. And like, who knows what I'll take home and keep from that experience. But it's new. It's like using part of your brain that doesn't get used all the time. Like we get so repetitive <laughs> in what we mm-hmm. really do every day and who and who we're talking to and what we're thinking about. So just things to shake it up and like stay fresh. It's it's even that alone is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, love well, that. Well, we ask everyone on the podcast where they put themselves on the powerful lady scale: zero being average everyday human, and ten being the most powerful lady possible. Where would you put yourself today, and where would you rank yourself on average? Hmm. <clears throat> That's an interesting question. I really like it a lot. That wasn't on your list, so taking me <laughs> off guard a little bit. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> Who do I want to be right now? Um, you know, I'm. I really find pride in being very like 
very ordinary because I I like the idea of I like the idea of staying and being in the um in the like one category, which I don't know, does that sound so weird? I just I feel really drawn to that. No. <laughs> um as much as like oh, also being a powerful lady at the same time. Okay, so maybe maybe I'm like a five Six is my favorite number, so I'm also drawn there. So I feel like I change a lot, and I hope that all women feel this way and they get to change a lot because to be able to say, you know, oh, I'm a 10, I'm a powerful woman, and I'm doing, I don't know, for some reason that just feels like doing all the things. And then there's this uh, pretty much like half of me that wants to sit back and just, hang out and connect with people and not really feel like I'm in this hustle and bustle life. I just want to be inspired by the people around me that I see doing what they love and then being able to encourage those people. And I think like slowing down is one of the biggest strengths that we can have Um, and really like being grounded and centered which kind of like brings me back to a one because that feels like very ordinary and you know, I'm not, you know, out there to like be famous or anything crazy. Like I just want to like live in the country. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm dreaming. Um, I just, you know, the slow life is very attractive to me. Um, and I think it's because our mind our mind only knows contrast. Is that what they say? Like the mind knows only knows contrast. So it's like, I know what it feels like to be a little bit overwhelmed and so busy, but also, you know, finding so much success in that. And then how good it feels to like sit back and, and not be in that at the same time. So I guess this comes back to the season thing of like, I guess it just depends on what season I'm in at the moment. And, um, so I don't know. That's a really challenging question. I feel like I'm like a five, but I like being at a one and, but I'm kind of inspired to be a 10, <laughs> you know, and just like, who knows? I'll be on the sliding scale. Can I go, can I do that? You can. <laughs> yeah. There's no like wrong the answer. Scale. There's no yeah. wrong answer to this question. And I um, love that question. I'm fascinated by how people answer it. So um, mm-hmm. we should probably partner up with a sociologist or something and give them all the answers um yes because everyone answers it differently everyone goes to a different place when I ask them that question and it Mm. it's it's like all questions it really speaks to who they are and where their focus is and like none of it's wrong you know like one all by itself is whole and complete so you know all the way up (laughs) I love that I love being able to be Anywhere on that scale and no matter what, feeling whole and complete, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, this is exactly that, that, that it's one of my favorite things to say is this is exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And this is exactly what I'm supposed to be feeling right now. And if everything is okay, like anything I'm feeling is okay. Mm-hmm. So I really love that reminder. Now that we Good question, thank you. Um, <laughs> Well, you had a lot of things happen in 2019, a lot of changes, a lot of new stuff, a lot of, you know, bringing things back together. What are you creating for 2020 and what are you excited about this year? 
So yeah, 2020 feels so epic already. I'm like, whoa, January was so big. And I, I keep, you know, I'm so glad we're in February because I'm like, <laughs> all right, moving forward. January was huge. Um, well, a few things for sure, I know for sure we have coming up is our uh, teacher training. So our 200-hour teacher training, my two coach, my I'm a co-teacher in it. And then along with my um, Michelle, who owns the studio, and Heather, who's the physical therapist, um, the girls in my mastermind group. So we leave that together. And uh, we have two 200-hour teacher trainings this year and one 300-hour teacher training. So it is going to be an amazing year already with those things happening. Um, I'm personally in the middle of an intuitive coaching certification. And the coach that I told you about that I had had as my coach back in, 20, in the beginning of 2019, that really helped me just figure out my life. Um, I am taking her training certification now. So I've already done a certification back in 2014 where I became a holistic health coach. And Mm -hmm. so very much into like holistic wellness and specifically geared towards women and um, women with young children and parentpreneurs. I just love helping people find the balance of work and home life and what that looks like and really finding ways to take better care of ourselves. Um, And so I'm working on that this year and really branding myself more as a coach and then moving forward with this intuitive coaching, which it it feels like um, transformation coaching Mm -hmm. where it's very spiritually connected. It's very intuitive. Um, it's, it's very empowering. I find for the client that they get to figure out their own answers and they get to really tune into their own divine, um, their own guidance with that, that lies within all of us. And I help them to tune into that. So that's very exciting. And I'm doing a lot of that. And then the studio, the studio is growing and evolving and, I'm always bringing in new teachers, always meeting new people, always having new events. So that's really exciting, too. Those are kind of the big ones going on this year. Well, I know there's tons of teacher trainings in the world. What makes your teacher training different? I think what makes our teacher training the most different from the others is um, the three of us, (laughs) the the mastermind uh, group that we have and that we've been working with for such a long time, we we have this ability to um, feed off of each other and and we bring that out in our teacher training by allowing everyone there to kind of have this like wholehearted uh, transformation process through the teacher training. It is... Um, it's intimate. We usually keep it to under 10 people where other teacher trainings can get a little bit bigger than that. Um, and it is, well, besides that like synergistic effect that Michelle, Heather, and I have with the group, um, because they, they really do all feel that. They really, it is really like they become part of our mastermind group and like we become this like very committed group of people that is like experiences growth very rapidly because of the um, curriculum that we've designed around it. And then outside of that, the difference is we've designed the program to be affordable um, and accessible for really anybody that wants to teach. 
we've recognized that a lot of teacher trainings, it's it's like you they're expensive. You can't afford them, and especially in low income areas. And um, we have scholarships that we offer to women of color, and um, we offer that through just an application process. And uh, we offer uh, what is it called? Um, installment installment rates so like we we offer payments through the teacher training program so Mm -hmm. it's the whole intention of it is so that really anybody who desires to do a teacher training like this and have this kind of transformation in their life we want to make it accessible to them awesome I think that's really important I think that you know the teacher trainings that I find really attractive are when they're including they are intimate, but they're, they include everything in regards to like mind, body, spirit. Like it's so important for people who are doing teacher training to not just know the yoga practices, but really to understand the body and how mm-hmm. the body functions. And so having a, you know, doctor um, for physical therapy yeah. on your, on your teacher group is you know, as a leader in the course, I think must be also a really unique extra feature for you guys. Oh my gosh. It is amazing. She is so brilliant at what she does. She's also a certified yoga teacher as well. So she knows how to mold together every, like just everything. I, I still sit in on her classes and I'm still blown away by everything I get to learn when I get to sit in on her anatomy classes. It's amazing. Well, this has just been such a fun conversation today. I am so excited to get to share with everyone listening who you are and what you're up to. Um, Is there anything that you wanted to share that we didn't get to speak to yet before we wrap up? This was so much fun. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about? Um, uh, yeah, there's just I have a lot of events going on at the studios today, so this was great to be able to just check out for a moment and have a have a real life conversation with you. And I, I just am I'm so grateful for you. There there is a quote by Sean Corn that I put aside because this is kind of like my been my life quote for the last few months that I would love to share. Um, and it's really been a practice of of um, recognizing that we each have this, these stories to tell. And, um, the quote by Sean Korn, I don't even know if it's like a real quote. She just mentions this all the time in her classes that she teaches. And it's always so inspiring to me because it connects me back to myself and it connects me to everyone else around me. Um, and, but she talks about, you know, we all have these different parts of our story that we get to share and, um, it's important that we navigate through them with like compassion and love and we understand our different stories and like what we've experienced since our childhood and how that has evolved our, um, our soul and um, our personalities and who we are today, but then also kind of ditching the story and giving yourself permission to create a new story off of, you know, everything that we've learned so far. And so her, her quote, goes something like, um, so these are aspects of our journey, but they are not the whole of our story. Um, Never let a single story be the complete narrative. We are here to learn, to grow, to awaken, and to cultivate the necessary empathy so that we can serve from a place of love. Be that love and this world will know peace. 
And so that's it. That's beautiful. I like that one. Oh, she's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have been such a treat today. Thank you so much. And yeah, I can't wait for us to be connecting and hanging out again soon. Yay. Thank you so much, Kara. I appreciate you. I just love sharing space with Marina. She reminds me that it's all working out just the way it's supposed to. I love how she shares it all in this vulnerable but equally not vulnerable way. She's open and authentic in a way that can only come from being honest about the good and the not good, but all with the intention of if we lay it out in the light, it'll all get worked out. That's something that I'm committed to. And I'm gonna take this on. And I invite you to do the same. Let's bring what's not working, what scares us, out into the light with the people we trust so we can step into getting it all worked out and getting on with our badass lives. To connect, support, and follow Marina, you can follow her studio at Connect Studio Space on Instagram and her at YogaRays underscore. You can also follow her on Facebook, visit her websites, and also email her. All of that information is available in the show notes at thepowerfulladies.com forward slash podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this new episode of the Powerful Ladies podcast. If you're a yes to Powerful Ladies and want to support us, you can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure to give us a five-star rating and leave a powerful review on Apple Podcasts. You can also be one of our Patreons for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com forward slash powerful ladies. We can get access to exclusive content that we're making just for you. Follow us on Instagram at powerful ladies and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. And of course, visit our website, thepowerfulladies.com for all the latest news, details, and updates. I'd like to thank our producer and audio engineer, Jordan Duffy. Without her, this wouldn't be possible. You can follow her on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love. This episode of The Powerful Ladies is made possible by our Patreon subscribers. Did you know that for as little as $1 a month, you can support this podcast? You can send us love, tell us that you want more. You can support all of our events and all that we're doing in the world to fulfill on our full circle of empowerment. It starts at $1 a month. That's less than the coffee you're drinking a day. And there's so many more levels that give you more bonuses and fun things and behind the scenes information. So go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash powerful ladies and support us today. Thank you in advance. If you're interested in discovering what possibilities and businesses are available for you to create and to live your most fulfilling life, please visit thepowerfulladies.com forward slash coaching and sign up for a free coaching consultation with me. There is no reason to wait another day to not be living your best life when you instead could be running at full speed towards your wildest dreams today.